Hey friend, welcome back to Money and Mental Peace. Do you ever feel like adulting is just <laughs> so hard? Like, honestly, I'm not in college anymore, but what I've felt lately is like, when do you decide which thing has more priority or importance, which thing you should do before the other thing? And, you know, like, if you get a lot done one week, does that mean you keep going on the same trajectory and the same momentum? Or you just take the next week more easier? Or, like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> and I don't mean with making episodes for you guys, because I'm fine on that. Um, but, I don't know, I've just been feeling that lately. And I know in college, a lot of people feel like that. So that leads me into... Uh, yeah, I have lost my cord to my microphone. So this sounds a little janky. I just want to admit, <clears throat> like, this is just for my laptop mic. So I hope you can understand me and also provide me grace because I know what it's like also to just be so, even an overachiever, organized on top of it, and then yet one little thing slips through the cracks. So if that's you as well this week or anytime, I feel you. Okay? Okay. Now that we got that out of the way. Yeah, that's what I've been dealing with lately. And I cried like four times about it yesterday. Actually, it was more like a long-term cry that was in like phases, you know. But I want to help you not cry in regards to getting a scholarship. Did you like how I segued right there? So my question is, do you have no money to pay for college? I have three hacks, three ideas that can help you get this scholarship. Now, in all honesty, this came from an article I found that I thought was great, and so I wanted to refer you guys to it. So I give them all, like, props for the organization they have of it. I'll have the link in the description below. I'm just going to add some of my own stories to it and ask you to check them out. But I think it can really help you with trying to get scholarships. So this is part one, and then... The next episode will be part two with the rest of the hacks. Cool? Okie dokie, let's get into the episode. Do you want guidance on where to go and what to study? Wonder if you should change majors? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for scholarships and ways to pay for college without parental help? Do you wake up worried about everything and just want to make sure you're following God's path for your life? Hey, I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college besides loans and wished for clear direction on how to make college and career decisions. Not only was I worried about drowning in debt, but also afraid I hadn't heard Jesus correctly. Was I studying the wrong thing? Was I completely off track? I felt semi out of control and was spiraling until I learned how to hear from God and follow his direction. He guided me and gave me the stepping stones to pay for college. Scholarships, grants, testing out of classes, and other weird school hacks got me through debt-free. And in this podcast for Christian college girls, you will learn how to find God's path for your college journey and how to graduate with no loans or debt. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and listen in on the most stress-free and debt-free class you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. Yep, that's right. This is Money Mental Peace. Let's come on back and talk about, do you ever get stressed about applying to scholarships? Well, first off, before I even tell you how you can get that scholarship, I want to tell you about an opportunity where 
you don't have to spend the time finding the scholarship and can just spend the time applying to these with these tips. For example, have you ever wished that there was a way to like know which scholarships work specifically for you or receive over $10,000 in scholarship opportunities on a silver platter? Then you could just use your precious time applying to these scholarships instead of going down a Google rabbit hole only to come up for air and realize that no amount of coffee is going to help you find them any faster. I feel that. <laughs> uh, imagine if you had someone like me, thank you very much, to do all the research for you and find scholarships that specifically work for your situation. It is totally possible to graduate from college debt-free. I myself graduated debt-free with over $10,000 left over in my bank account, and my parents neither paid for my schooling nor did I work full-time all through college. So that's normally what people assume either of those when I explain what I did. So that's why I created something called the Scholarship Strategy Session, where we'll discuss your plans for college and create a plan on what type of scholarships I can find for you. So this is a free call. It's a free Zoom call that you can join with me. And if you decide to hire me afterwards, you can think about it. I will find the scholarship specifically for you and send them your way. Then you'll be able to apply for them, those that are specifically tailored to your unique background and skills, instead of spending your time searching in like those clunky databases or even in a library. Do people even research in a library anymore? I love going to the library because it feels like wholesome, you know? But if I really need some fast research, I don't use the library anymore. Anyways, you will walk away in these after these sessions with over $10,000 plus in scholarship opportunities that I personally vet for your, your unique situation. So if you're interested in something like that, I'd love you to head on over to calendly.com slash money and mental peace. That's calendly. It's like the word calendar but it's L-Y at the end. It's calendly.com slash money and mental peace and connect with me to plan out strategies for your scholarship plans. And if you'd like to hire me, I can find you over $10,000 in scholarship opportunities for college. Also, the link is in the description below. So you can check out calendly.com slash money and mental peace. Now getting into the rest of the episode, um, I have three tips. So let's say you got these scholarships from me. How are we going to then get the scholarship? Wait, that was confusing. You got these scholarship opportunities from me. Then how are you going to apply for them and be like, I bet I will be the winner of this scholarship? That's what I mean. So through this, you can check out um, the complete guide to scholarship hacks, which is on, it's at ton.com. TUN.com. It stands for the University Network. So that's where I got a lot of these tips from because it was a great article. I'll put it in the description below. But let's start with this cool quote. Okay, so Aristotle said, well begun is half done. And I think he was right. So when you're applying for scholarship, there's such thing called front loading. It's like when I was in college, I tried to do a lot of my work ahead so that by the time finals rolled around, 
I wasn't doing all these other projects. I was just studying for the final. So I wasn't as stressed like as other people. So if you're taking your time to like plan and organize your scholarships or the ones that I found for you, then you can save a lot of time and energy in the long run. So the first hack is keeping a master list of all the scholarships you are ever going to apply to or that you already have. Because you don't want to like find them again, right? And also part of the time when we talk, when you and I talk, is going to be like, what have you already applied to? Because I don't want you to find the same one. So you need to keep a master list of all these scholarships. And don't freak out. I mean, it can just be like a Google Doc, right? But it'll be super helpful to have such a master list so that you can always go back to it. And didn't you know you can reapply? Yes, when they reopen the next year or the next quarter of the year or the next month, some scholarships reopen every month, then you can just reapply to it if you don't get the money the first time. Next one is gathering all of the resources before you start the application. So imagine this. Like, okay, <laughs> when I would first the time I ever filled out the FAFSA for college, it was like, okay, you did this question and then, oh wait, I need to get tax info. And then you go to the next page. Oh, wait, I need to check my, you know, security questions or I need to check on my parents' income or like basically after I did it the first time, I'd start to learn the following times what I need to bring so that I have everything in front of me and I can just take an hour or two to fill it all out. That's the thing. Before you start doing the application, you can gather your resources, which is are like other previous essays you've written or um, letters of recommendation or just various aspects of um, income or your transcripts or your enrollment, you know, acceptance letters into college. If you have to prove that you're in college currently, you might not know what all those resources are. That's true. But as you <clears throat> build up applying for scholarships, you can keep adding to that like resource bucket or it might just be a folder in your Google Drive, right? Which leads me to the third hack, which is when I was talking about gathering the resources, ask for letters of recommendation ahead of time, like before you need them, because this could be, that can't be family members, but like a, a boss, a previous professor or teacher. Mm, I think I did like my pastor's wife because she had known me and stuff outside of school and like through ministry work, that sort of thing. If you have that laid out ahead of time, then you don't have to scramble when you're like, oh no, like the scholarship deadline is tomorrow and I haven't gotten a letter of recommendation. Like if you have those ahead of time, you can just kind of add those to it, you know. Now I'm going to do a bonus hack. You heard me, bonus hack. So I had said three, but we're going to do a bonus hack right now. It's identify and categorize the scholarship. Okay. I feel like this has been like very... um. I don't know, very like factual, like you do this, then you do this, then you do this. So we need to kind of shake it up a little bit. <laughs> there is such thing as fun scholarships out there. I've talked about these a lot. But there are like zombie apocalypse scholarship where you write what you do in a zombie apocalypse, which BTW, I always say, I don't want to live through the stress and horror of it. So I just like, let me just be killed off first so I can become like the boss and ruler of the zombies because I don't want to be running to my death later. That's probably really morbid, but anyways. Uh, I never really got into the zombie apocalypse stuff, but I would probably just want to like avoid the fear of everything. And then there's also scholarships out there that are like 
what would you do if you were a superhero? Um, so what I'm saying is you can categorize these scholarships. There are kind of the fun scholarships or the, you know, regardless of what your major is, you can apply to these. There are those that are through your school. There are those that aren't through your school, but are for your major. And so if you categorize them, then you can kind of start to keep them in folders and like info about them in your Google Drive. And then you can know you could even like keep previous essays around those types of scholarships in that area. So you're all organized, you're all ahead of the game, and then you can more efficiently just spend like an hour applying to a scholarship that you end up taking like four or five hours when you don't have all the resources and then you're stressed and then you do it subpar. Get it? So basically it just goes down to being prepared, keeping it all organized. Let me say, don't be perfectionistic about it. Do your very best. Well, do your pretty good bests, because your very best, you might be like, well, I could spend 12 hours on it. No, honey, you need to get sleep. But do well, and then don't let perfectionistic rule you. The goal is then to go on and apply for another one, and you get better and better. I hope that makes sense. And don't forget, part two will be coming on episode 200 in a couple days. Yeah, we're at 200 episodes. Um, so this one, like I had said, was no money for college, three hacks to get that scholarship. However, the next one coming out with part two, it'll be called struggling to pay those college fees, five tips to applying for scholarships. So today we talked about the hacks of being all organized. And if you only do this much, it will so help you. But part two will just take it all next level. So again, remember that this is from the complete guide to scholarship hacks with my own additional insight and um, advice within it. So I just want to acknowledge that this is somebody else's hacks in a list and you should go check theirs out because I do not uh, own own them, own the, <laughs> the list. Uh, also, if you're interested in me finding scholarships for you so that you can just start into the applying right away, I want you to head on over to calendly.com slash money and mental peace. Sign up for a free Zoom call with me so I can find those scholarships for you. Until next time, guys. Bye. Hey, girl. Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, Would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers. Kara.